Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rugby League Talks. I'm Keegs, and once again, I'm not joined by either Matt or Jacob. I'm joined by Joel. Hello. Um, there was no podcast last week, unfortunately, because I was crook as, so was Matt, and Jacob was busy with uni. Did you watch every game? I tried to. Oh, weak. I did. <laughs> I can't watch a Titans game for 80 minutes. Oh, why was that? I don't know. We'll get into that when we get to the game, but oh. But our first game of Magic Round was Knights versus Bulldogs, with Knights coming up with the win. Um, it was their first win in over six weeks, I believe. Um, it did help that there was Fitzgibbon and Barnett back in the side. Uh, of course, Fitzgibbon played the week prior, but Mitchell Barnett did make his return from a six-week suspension. I reckon Fitzgibbon was pretty bloody poor on the old defensive side. Yeah, I think they've. I think Knights have more focus in training with their attack. You've seen it in the first two matches of the of the season, where they just blew Roosters away. But now that relating the season, of course, they had that big losing streak. The the only points they've really scored in the past three weeks were from penalty penalty goals. Yep. They're, I think the, uh, the Eels game, they only scored a penalty goal, and the same with the Storm game. So they averaged two points for Fortnite. That was terrible. Yeah. Um, Almost as bad as those bloody Raiders. Oh, <laughs> uh, you wish. We'll get to them later. But... um. The left side of the Knights attack, you did see Ponga. He would go first receiver, and then he would like do a little uh, skip between the third and fourth defender, and then he'd yeah. either pass it to Fitzgibbon or Best, and they would always do that on the short side. They would mm. never do it off a set play, forty meters out. They would do it when they're ten meters out on their on the defensive line, and Ponga would just be able to hold up two defenders and then get it off to his second rower or his uh, center. Mm. However, the defense, like I said earlier, has been very poor. They've missed Dane Gagai for about two weeks now. Three. Three. So he should be returning next week. Uh, I believe he'll be set for origin because I think we would need him. Us Queens. Yes. The right side of the Knights have been a bit shocking in that defensive side. Um, I think just... When you have Dane Gagai on your side, you need to use him both in defense. Um, we saw against Talakai a couple of weeks ago that he was really good. He was able to hold him out for the majority of the game, but didn't succeed for the entirety. And that's partially because that entire side was just dominated by Talakai. Mm, yeah, that's true. Um, the Bulldogs, however, back to the way they were last year. They finally... And the year And the year before that. Um, yeah. They sacked their coach. Mm, that was stupid. You reckon? I, don't... I reckon, well, like, Phil Gurley reckons he was going to, um, old mate's going to be there long, long, bef- long after he is. So then he just went behind his back and fired him. Um, you can see why I think their record was five from 38. Yeah. Yeah. That's not really the coach's fault. They've got terrible paths like Burton and Flanagan. They're both. Like, uh, like pretty young and they don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. And I think, um, like we said earlier, uh, a couple of weeks on the podcast, you can't switch and swap 
your halfback constantly. Yeah. Um, doesn't help that sometimes their forward pack doesn't succeed in the middle. Uh, they just get dominated. Uh, they got dominated by the Raiders a week ago, um, in the middle, but you can't expect Burton to do his running game and his kicking if he's always on the back foot. Yeah, true. Um, Flanagan in that regard, he can push the line a bit more. He needs to put pressure on the defensive line. Um, it, but I see that Trent was trying to make Josh Jackson, who's usually a hard hitting forward into a ball player like Isaiah Yo or Cameron Murray. Yeah. I reckon with, because obviously Burden's always had a pretty strong kicking game and he like displayed that in the Knights game, but I reckon well, because do you know how Flanagan saw all his success at the Roosters? Yeah. I reckon that was purely because he had Kerry there. who's just like a, you know, a pretty experienced, good half. You know what I mean? And he doesn't really have that at the Bulldogs, even though Burton is good, but he just needs someone like that. Uh, yeah, I would. I would, I can see that. Um, like you said, they're both young. I think it's Broncos. It goes Broncos. Penrith Bulldogs as the youngest teams in the NRL, <laughs> player-wise, in their age. Um, one thing I liked about the Bulldogs in this game, though, is that both halves have a great kicking game. Uh, you can Burton obviously has that bomb he can put up, which I never want to be under. Flanagan is able to build pressure off of his kicks. Um, there was a moment in the game, it was early half, first half, they were able to build pressure. They had three back-to-back sets on their line, but they never cracked them because they came up with errors again. Yeah. They're one of the most ill-disciplined sides in the NRL right now. I think it's them and Rest Tigers. Um, they named Mick Potter as their interim coach for the remainder of the year. So Yeah, who is it? So he is the former Tigers coach. He's, I've never, I just had never heard of him before. Yeah. I, he is a fresh name to me. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see how he goes. I doubt they can perform well now that Trent's gone. Um, it was, I think it was Paul Vaughan on Monday. He came out, he was get, uh, coming home from training and he said to the media, why are you here? You're the worst kind of people. Yeah. Um, so I think the morale in that building at the moment is very low. They've obviously lost their coach who they have a connection with, and I don't see them moving up the ladder anytime soon. I just hope they can build that team up so that when Kickout and Reed Marnie come, they have a somewhat polished team. Yeah. Honestly, if I am Potter at this stage, I'm giving my team the goal of having an 80% completion rate every week. Jesus, that's a big goal. Yes. But I think when you have a look at all the, they can do it. They did it against Roosters a couple of weeks ago. So they have it in them. It's just, they needed to perform to that standard for 80 minutes and every Yeah. They just seem to do it for 20 and then they just go to. They just go see our, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think a lot. Like he's going good and then hits the 20 minute mark and then they're just back to their old ways. I agreed. Um, I think a lot of us 
myself included, thought that the Bulldogs would be in a better situation this year. Um, I didn't think they would make the top eight, but I did expect them to be around the um, 12th mark. Yeah. Um, I even said last year when they announced that Marnie and Kikau um, were signed, that they could be a top eight side. Um, It's just at this point in time, they are the wooden spooners again. And um, moving on to the next game, we have the Broncos and the Manly Seagulls. This was an unexpected result for me. I thought the Seagulls would come out and not demolish the Broncos, but they would outclass them. Outclass them in some regard. Um, I was proven wrong. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I thought by them. I was pretty surprised because I thought Tommy T would come out and have a big one. Then Jerbo thought he'd have a big one. Nope, all went to shit. <laughs> what about Burbo? Burbo? Jesus, too many Herbos. <laughs> well, um, they all have nicknames granted to them. Uh, you got Tommy, who's Turbo. You got Jake, who's Jerbo. Ben, who's Burbo. And you can see in this game that their defense was just shocking. And it's what separated them from um, the top three teams last year. I think they came fourth last year. They yeah. lost to the Storm in the first week. They beat the Roosters in the second week. And they lost to the Rabbits in the third week of the finals. And that was solely because of their defense. Um, mm. You can... There was a post I put up. Reynolds was able to kick behind their entire team. And Cobber was able to score. Um, that came off that they was at the tram line. The tram line for people who don't know is just past the outside of the post. Um, and then he passed it to Haas in the middle. So Payne was able to get it. And then that caused them, their team to come up. Um, and then he passed, Payne passed it to Reynolds and Reynolds was able to kick over the top of the entire team. What I've noticed about defense of Manly lately is that they have a lot of space between their ringer and the sideline. Yeah. Cobbo is in that gap between Garrick and the sideline and Cobbo was just able to slot through uncontested. Um, and then Garrick and Tommy weren't able to get to the ball in time and they scored. It was a relative easy try. I think it was a bit soft on their part. They weren't able to get as much pressure on Reynolds as they liked. Um, there was some pressure put on Reynolds where majority of the game, he was going the right side. So he was given early ball to Cobbo, but then they started rushing up on Reynolds before Cobbo could get the ball. So then Reynolds yeah. went to the left side and was able to link up with, um, Kate Burrell, Herbie Farnworth and Corby Oates. Yeah. The good thing about the Broncos, both sides, are they're definitely strong in both sides. Like they're not just like, like when you see players like, like Manly, obviously, I reckon the the side with Garrick is a lot better than the one with Sa Saab because Saab all he has is speed, but Garrick, you know, he's got a bit of everything. Yeah. But then Broncos isn't like that, aren't like that, and you could definitely see that on the weekend. Um, I think having no Schuster there on that side also didn't help. On yeah, true. He sets up a lot. On the left side, they didn't have Schuster. Um, Olakaratu though on the right side, he is a phenomenal. Uh, he is also eligible for New South Wales this year. No, that guy. <laughs> um, so yeah, you, you were 
You're a New South Wales fan, aren't you, Keegan? God, no. I'm, I'm a Queenslander thick and through, mate. Speaking of Queenslanders, DCE. Oh, what a champ. Um, Fox Sports like to call him Michael Jordan. Yeah, not wrong. Um, he was very busy along with Alakawatu in defense. Um, so really DCE couldn't, he couldn't kick his way out of this game as he usually does. Um, mm. and Alakawatu couldn't get on the front foot to be able to burst through tackles and get meters for his t- side. That is I, I reckon, I reckon a lot of the time though, Payne Haas and Carrigan just shut him down too much. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Um, their workload just really showed and he was unable to find the space to kick. Carrigan, I swear, he has been phenomenal for the side. Um, obviously they had that little drought of when he was gone, but these last two weeks of Carrigan, he's having the best season of his career at the moment, I believe. That, yep. That entire forward pack for Broncos is insane. You have... Um, you have Caperell, you have Haas, you have Carrigan, Corey Jensen, and Jordan Ricky. Uh, I believe three of, three of those fellas are origin players and they will play for their country. Cobo and Reynolds have been one of the best pairings I've seen in recent weeks. They have been phenomenal. Um, you can see that Stags has been skipped a lot in their attack in leaving Stags to defend more. Um, they're getting a lot of early border Cobo, which I like. He's able to uh, run. Um, he is, pl- he played fullback for Duke Cup last year and he ripped and teared at fullback. Um, he was amazing in the Vega grand final. Uh, he, like I said, with Cobo, you could see it. They were just ha- having his ball in their hands. He's able to run freely and, um, it was against was it Rabbitohs? He performed amazingly. He was able to break lot. He was able to break tackles. Um, he really caused a havoc for Alex Johnson, Cody Walker on that left edge, uh, for rabbits. So I, for one, can't wait to see him play more footy. I think yeah. Martin, the, the Broncos fullback at the moment, I think he's got a hip injury and we don't know if he'll play tomorrow night. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, he got a hip injury in the game, in the Manly game. So maybe Cobo switches to fullback. And then I think that they named David Mead in reserves. David Mead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, old Titans player. One of the greatest tries ever he scored. Yeah. I was just about to say that, that behind the back pickup kick thingy. And he did, and it was like an inch out from touch. So really good. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Um, moving on to our next game, we had Saturday, um, Warriors versus Rabbitohs. Um, this was one of Cody Walker's best games of the year. And I think it was Blake Tafts as well. Um, Warriors were also coming off a disastrous loss to the Sharks who they somehow lost to a shark side who had 12 people for 70 minutes, for 60 minutes, sorry. And then they had... Nope. Huh? Yeah, 11. And then 11 at one point. Wow. Jesus. How do you but lose to an 11-man <laughs> side? Like, Warriors wouldn't even pull that off. No, I... 
<laughs> I don't know. I... Well, then again, Nico Hines did put on a clinic. He did. Um, I think the Warriors, their defense is just so poor at the moment, like other clubs. Um, they have a side that could possibly make the eight. They have Reese Walsh, Sean Johnson, um, Ray Egan, Ewan Aiken, AFB, who I think is one of the best forwards in the game at the moment. But their edge defense is what is killing them. They were able, yeah. they were able, the Raptors were able to score twice on back to back tries on the edge. Um, uh, their left side winger was just jamming in too early. Um, that's partially because their center was also jamming in. So really when you're playing center, you have to like, when you're playing winger, you have to follow your center because you want to like, yeah. support them in case. Yeah. You don't want big gaps to open up. Yeah. But, um, they did open up. Um, another thing that I saw was the Warriors defense coming uh within their 10 meters from their line uh there was a moment in the game where they uh somewhat uh Lachlan Ilias played the ball in a ten, 10 meters away from the Warriors defensive line uh try line um and their markers were really poor um that's something they need to improve on they had Freddie Lusick who made his debut not even square at marker and then they had, um, their second rower at, um, a defender, but he was really close to the play the ball and he, and he didn't step back far enough to like read the, look at the play. Um, Freddie Lusser could not be in the, the defensive line, not only forces the defensive line to tighten in the middle, um, mm. making more gaps on the edges, but it also doesn't add an extra defender on the right side, which they could have easily had if Freddie Lusick was in the line and the Rabbitohs were able to score off this play. Um, however, they did turn it around at the end. They were able to get just two points shy of the Rabbits. It was a great comeback by the Warriors. I reckon that that was pretty embarrassing by, by the Rabbits though. They, they were so strong and then they, kind of just let it all go in the last, you know, last period of the game. Yeah. Um, Damien Cook got sent off. Yeah. I saw that. Um, early in the game, Sean Johnson wasn't getting his hands on the ball as much as he needed to. Yeah. Um, and that caused Vossi to continuously call him Magic Johnson because obviously they're in Magic Land. Johnson. Yeah. Um, but they were able to turn it around. Uh, his kicking was a bit scr scruffed, um, in some parts, but again, they were able to turn it around and I was very impressed. Dejon Arcee, who, uh, came from the Cowboys and was, and was transferred to Warriors. Uh, he was good. He set up a couple tries. Yeah, he was, he played really well. He's a pretty solid player though. Yeah, he is. Um. They up against the Dragons this week. Um, Rabbitohs are up against the Canberra Raiders. Uh, like I said earlier, Ilias and Walker, they're slowly jutting together more. Um, we saw it pretty 
close in the Rabbitohs and Broncos um, game a couple of weeks ago. Ilias's defense, uh, his kicking game, isn't as um, precise as Adam Reynolds is. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think the Rabbits are also missing uh, from a bunch of things I've listed over the couple, last couple of weeks. Um, if Elias can keep crafting his short kicking game, he, he'll be able to replicate what Adam Reynolds was able to replicate with, was able to do with Walker. Um, but we're slowly seeing Walker come back to his form from last year. While not as dominant, it is better form and it is the average form he put on. Yeah. That we well, expect from Cody Walker. We all know what Cody Walker's capable of. He's an absolute freak. Yeah. He probably should be getting around it a bit more, but it is pretty hard, like, without having, a, like, a dominant half like he did last year with Reynolds. It's a bit hard to do what he does. I like that now he is um, swinging from side to side. He won't just stay on the left side. He'll come around and support on the right side. Yeah. Um, he's been doing that the past couple of weeks. Um, also another big loss for the Rabbits defensively and while not attacking defensively, they did miss, um, Cameron Murray. Uh, Murray will be out for a further three weeks with a shoulder injury. Does that mean he misses origin or he'll be back until he'll miss origin game one. Oh, Jesus. Um, as will, uh, Lachelle Mitchell. Literally, what, how, how long is he out for? He is out for another month, I believe. What's he, do you know he's in America at the moment? What's he doing over there? Um, they sent him to a hamstring specialist. Oh, really? Yeah, he's in San Francisco. Oh, that's pretty cool. Because I saw he's touring, touring around there. Um, I think that's quite concerning that you have to send your star fullback to America to get treatment. Yeah. <laughs> um... Obviously something they don't, um, they don't want him to be injured, uh, with his hamstring. Um, he missed majority of, uh, the 2020 season with it. Um, but all I hope, um, Latrell is good as he is a freak. Um, moving on from that game. We have the match of the round, Storm versus Penrith. What do you think of this game? Storm versus Penrith. I can't, like, I can't say anything like I didn't like about it. I thought it was a pretty entertaining game. The two top teams coming up against each other. It was good to see. Usually it's just Storm flogging a team and then Panthers doing the same. But it was yeah. good to see them go at each other. Um, quite unfortunate that it was without Pappenhausen and Hughes, though. Yeah, I thought that was a bit... Like, I reckon it would have been a different game if those two were back. Yeah. Like, in the... Because, like, if you take away um, Panthers' bloody uh, half and then their fullback, obviously they're going to be pretty screwed too because that's their two best players. Mm. So I reckon the Storm did pretty well, even though the score was pretty big. They did pretty well seeing they didn't have their two main players. And they also didn't have Rumor Smith on the edge and they had Sieve. Uh, Sieve is relatively young. He's a developmental player. And... Mm. Uh, defensively, he just wasn't up to it. Uh, of course, that is up against Isaac Targo, Taylor May, Jerome Luai, Vilmao Kikau. Yeah, 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 you're pretty screwed there. Um, Tywin Richard, he had an average game. Um, he just 
that his kick return meters was very low solely because of the defense of Penrith, uh, the best defensive side in the league. Uh, kick out is just a monster than doing kick pressure. So, yeah. uh, kick check, sorry. So he, uh, did get, he did force a couple of errors in that regard. Um, funny enough, if you play super coach like Joel and I do, Storm, uh, one of Nathan Cleary's best matchups. Oh, really? Yeah. He averages, um, 85 of them. Oh, wow. That, that's probably because he has to turn it up a little, a notch. Yeah. Um, well, I, I reckon Storm, because Pappenhausen was out, is his name Meany? Nick Meany, yep. Yeah, I reckon he, he had a bit of a, a pretty big task. He was ahead of him. And I, I don't, I like, I reckon you could really tell he was a bit under pressure because he oh. dropped the ball a fair few times and he struggled a bit. That was Tyron Richhart who played fullback because they got switched, um, the day before. Oh, what did he play then? Uh, Nick Meany played on the wing again. Oh, okay. I thought so. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah, okay. Oh, so wish up that, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, if I look at the team list for this week, I believe they're sticking with Fushart. Yes, they are. Um, oh, they are? Yeah, they are. Another... Um, well, it's very rarely that Storm moves back-to-back games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is, is Wishart in your supercoach team, Keegan? He is not. He's not? Oh, I thought he was a good cheapie. Um... I stuck with Randall and Blake Tafe. Oh, that's a good GP. Um, what I saw within this game though, attacking rise, obviously Storm's attack was clunky. He had two or two out of your four spine players missing. Um, that's always going to dampen your attack. But what, um, Penrith are doing is they're just shifting with short passes. Um, which really made the defensive line of, uh, Storm question, who's going to get it? Are they just going to hold dummy and hold the ball? Or are they going to pass to, um, the next person? Whereas Storm were trying to spread the ball as much as possible. Um, and that didn't really work out. Uh, Munster, um, he played really good, I believe. Um, where it doesn't reflect in result. He really tried to step up for this, for his side. Um, he was able to get a try assist off a kick, which is good, but it was the inexperience of the, uh, filling in players that really let the team down. Yeah. Um, Panthers rise, um, they just dominated the middle. Um, Appy was just able to control it, um, control markers and they were so good defensively that Grant was unable to really make a run. And Grant is one of the best running dummy halves in the game. He is the best. Yeah. What did, what did you take out of this game? What do you think moving forward for Storm with having no Pappenhausen for until round 15, round 15, yeah. Uh, what do they need to do? I reckon they should be pretty right. It's just, uh, like, like if they were just missing Pappenhausen, I reckon it would have been a different game because Jerome Hughes is such a freak and he controls the storm so well with it. But with like having him and Pappy, Pappenhausen out, it was pretty unfair. Like they didn't really have a chance, mm. but I reckon like, 
Where, when's Jerome Hughes coming back? He is named in the starting side. He's named as a halfback, but it is a calf injury. Um, so we, we don't know if he'll stay in the starting side. Yeah. So yeah, he's coming back pretty shortly. So I reckon, I reckon they should be right. Like going forward, it's just missing like their two key players. Yeah. They, it's pretty hard to do anything without those two. Obviously origin is in a couple of weeks. It is, we're in round 11 now. Uh, Origin will be in uh, a month. So Munster and Grant will definitely play Origin. We know that. Yeah. Um. So then that leaves them just with Hughes if he's able to return uh, soon. And he does play soon. So then you have three out of your four spine players missing for a week. Maybe two. That's going to be pretty hard for them. Oh, then again. They have Cooper Johns. He's pretty. He's a solid play, even though he didn't play too good against the Panthers. Yeah, but he'll Panthers. Off, and I'm sure they'll find someone else, like the Storm always do. Uh, where's Nico Hines for the Storm when you need him? Yeah, exactly. They dropped him too soon. Yeah. Oh, he left. He got bigger cash, and he got his own. He, he got captain the Cronulla Sharks. So, yeah, playing. Um, moving on, we. Move over to Sunday, and our first game of the day was the Sharks versus the Raiders. Uh, I'm very happy about this result. I thought they, I thought they were going to stuff it in the end. The last 20 minutes, I thought, oh, here we go. We're going to lose. But they stuck through it, and we won. It was pretty good, eh? Seeing seeing the form the Sharks have been in. Yeah, um, I went into this game thinking that we... We are going to get uh, completely blasted, but we were going to lose. Um, once again, M proven wrong. I thought Nico at fullback was going to be killer as he'll just be able to absolutely dominate sides uh, as he did with Storm last year. Um, but really, he didn't have the most game of his career. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I thought Talakai was going to chop up against the Raiders' poor defense, but they did pretty well to keep him out. I think they've kind of, like, learned how to contain him a bit. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think a lot of teams have now seen the weak spot with that, and that is to kick to the opposite side of the field. I thought, I thought well, after that game, Raiders winning, Brad and Snyder having a pretty good, like, performance. I'm surprised he got dropped. Yeah, um, I am too. I would have thought you'd stick with Snyder, obviously, because he's been out halfback for the entire season, ex- excluding one game when he had COVID. Um, I just didn't think you would want to upset that chemistry that they've built together uh, with Whiten and Snyder, because obviously Whiten hasn't played for the past fortnight due to suspension, so you don't want to thrust him into another halves pairing straight away. Um... I think Snyder has been one of our best this year. Um, he's been able to attack the line correctly. His kicking game's been strong. Uh, he's obviously our goal kicker. Um, so I don't know who kick, takes over kicking duties now. Maybe Forley. Uh, mm. You don't have Croker. In- what happened to, um, um, what's his name? Chaz Nickel Costa. Oh, he got um, 10 in the bin for professional foul, I believe. 
No, but I'm saying like I reckon he'd be a pretty good kicker. Like he'd be a good option. Yeah, I just yeah. Um, he did play half back. Uh, in the trial, but most of the kicking was on bad tonight at June, that trial. Yeah, true. Um, I think just on Chinese, uh, really, we haven't seen a lot of him this year. Um, but he's like, and last year he had the leg surgery that kept him out for majority of the year, but 19 and 20, he was a killer fullback. Um, he was one of the best work work horses for Raiders that year those two years in fact he wasn't even able to meet to finish the grand final because he ran for over uh, 200 meters in like 60 minutes yeah he almost died yeah um in saying that the Raiders defense this game was amazing yeah um I think they were just able to force errors they were um, keeping the sharks on the back fence. Um, one thing I'd like to see improvement on is their kick return mid. They're, um, pressuring the receiver when kicking their kick chase. Um, you'll see teams like Penrith, Storm, Rabbits, they'll have at least five players going for the ball where in some regards in that game, they only had like two or three. Yeah. In that regard, uh, Ronaldo was able to break a couple of tackles and like get an extra five or 10 meters. Um, you said earlier that Talakai has been contained. Um, where do you see Talakai now as a, in, as an informed center? You mean like what? What do you reckon? Where do you reckon? Where do you? Where do I think he's going? Yeah, like um, obviously he had that solid month of just ripping and tearing. Where do you see him now? Oh, I, I kind of see him just like drop off a bit and just like stay consistent as he as he has been. But like, just like I don't see him doing any like super matches like he has in the past. I reckon he's going to be like each team's going to look out for him and they're going to train to contain him kind of thing, which I reckon. Yeah, I reckon, which, which I reckon has happened over like the last two or three weeks. Um, yeah, my super coach team is loving that. Yeah, I got him out. Well, you told me to put him in and he dropped like 90 grand. I was about to like, like throw punch you. <laughs> um, what I like to see is that they the moment Teleco had the ball, the Raiders just swarmed on him. It, he wasn't yeah. able to make a real impact. Um, a big blow for Sharks was Will Kennedy. Uh, last week as he got suspended. Uh, he'll serve one more match and the, that will be this week. Kennedy in attack has been really good uh, for the Sharks and I think we've missed that now looking at that game. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, I'd agree for the most part, yeah. Nick, um, that fullback, that experiment's over. Um, he, the Sharks built their attack on Nico being at first receiver all the time. Um, he was their halfback. He owned that team. Halfback. Yeah. Um, it also didn't help that Finucane got injured with a MCL injury and a head knock. Yeah, Jesus. Well, like how many head knocks do you reckon he's had in his career? Quite a fair few, eh? Yeah. Um, he missed a fortnight due to his last head knock. Um, and that was earlier in the season. 
So yeah. supposedly he's supposed to miss four to six weeks with his MCL injury. Well, I reckon he's another one of those players is like when he's not there, when he's there, you can't, he doesn't like, he doesn't make much of a difference because he does a little thing, but when he's not, I reckon they'll, they'll definitely be able to, you definitely be able to see it. Like yeah. he, he always all the little things right and always gets in, does hard work. Uh, their forward pack would definitely suffer. Um, Toby Rudolph and Royce Hunt and Finucan are the backbone of that. Uh, of course, Royce Hunt comes off the bench and that's why he makes such a great impact. But yeah. Rudolph, uh, Toby and Dale, um, they're always in the side and side and they always make a impression and they set the precedent of what to do. Mm. They're some of the great workhorses. Um, Toby missed a tackle in the Warriors game, but it actually slowed down the attacker and, um, was able to save a try from that very tackle. And he was yeah. like one side of the field and he ran to the other to stop that tackle. So really that just should go Good. to show what kind of footballer Toby is. Um, what, what do you think of the Sharks moving forward? Oz, so they have Kennedy out for another week. They have Katoa out for another two weeks. Uh, Hines has moved back to halfback and then we're getting a debutant for the Sharks this week. Who's that? That is, his name is Lockton Miller. Oh yeah, I don't know him, but he'll uh, be all right. He'll be playing I, I think, I think like how the Sharks go in the future or in the next like three, three or four games until they get their, their main injured players back. I reckon it all depends on how Nico Lyons goes because he's like really the, probably their most, definitely their most dominant player and whatever whatever he sets up and, and can create will be whatever their team, like, you know, will determine the success of their team. 100%. Titans versus Dragons. Uh, we spoke about these blokes, the, the Titans, and how I wasn't able to finish this game. Um, very scrappy what, game. What, did you, did you walk out halfway through it? Um, I kind of did, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's, I think that's the first time I've done that this season. Oh, really? So yeah, you really had the game, hey, Keegan? Yeah. Um, I did come back, um, with 10 minutes to go and I did see Golden Point. Um, obviously it's always great to see a game go to Golden Point. It's just when like, um, but both teams have been playing their asses off and it's been, yeah, not when it's been error. Penalty, error, penalty, error, penalty. Mm. Um, I, I reckon even in that golden point, you could tell they're not the highest quality teams. Like they, they were flat out getting a uh, field goal. A goal. It was pretty, pretty embarrassing. Um, obviously, I think Ben Hunt being there, I think the moment you remove Ben Hunt from the side, it all crumbles. I think. Yeah. Um, they had. Sloan come back at fullback. He had an okay game. I wouldn't say it was exceptional. It was okay. Uh, he's been dropped again this week for Cody Ramsey. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, well, geez. Well, then again, Cody Ramsey's, he's, uh, I don't really know about that one. I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably keep him in. Keep Sloan or Ramsey in that one. 
No, I'd probably just keep Sloan, and I reckon he has like a bit of potential. Like he he showed he shows. Yeah, um, I thought their attack would be just uh, better with Sloan there. Um, but I'll tell you what attack did get a little better was Jaden Campbell coming back for the Titans. Yeah, he's he's a freak. Yeah, he's really good. He's been um out for the past couple of weeks. I think this was his first game since round three. Um, mm. And then he had Brimo move back to 5'8". Um, I actually quite like um, Campbell at fullback. It'll be very interesting to see next year, however, when Kieran Thorne comes to the Titans. Yeah. I think we're bound, he's bound to play 5'8". I doubt he'll play half. So does Brimo go back to fullback and then we drop Campbell for two years or? Yeah, it's a bit weird. Well, I, I, I honestly reckon Kieran's a bit of a flop. Like he's clubs <laughs> then do nothing. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that. I think. Yeah, it's a flop. <laughs> for feeder, um, I think having David, not having David for feeder there, I, I don't think it's made a great difference personally. Um, he wasn't really like last year, he was one of the best second rowers. Um, and he was just like screwing try after try after try and breaking line, breaking the line and breaking tackles. Uh, he wasn't really getting that this year at the start when, while he was playing, but, um, both firmer, both firmer, he is their other second rower. He's been really good this year for him, I, I think both in attack and defensively. Yeah, true. I reckon he's, yeah, you, I've seen improvement. I reckon he's playing good. Um, he is a smoky for Queensland. Oh God, I think he's pushing it, trying to get into the Queensland team. Um, well, that, that's the thing. Um, last year we could fill that entire, we could barely fill a side up because we did it that, like we were, a lot of the Queensland players were not doing great, but now this, yeah. this time around. We're having actual discussions of who makes it and who doesn't with like competitiveness. Like does Hammer make it? Does over Holmes or does, um, Gagre make it over certain players? Yeah. Well, that, that, that's why I reckon it was pretty, pretty hard last year for Queensland to even like win a game because they just really had no one. Like they were pulling just randoms out left, right and center. Yeah. Um, game three though. That was good. Uh, we, yeah. Um, so obviously when Hammer was named in the side last year and then he performed really well, that was one box Queensland were able to tick. And then we had another 16 problems of who fills in the other 16 roles. Um, yeah. We now have a discussion of. Is it DCE or Ben Hunt for halfback? Is it? I reckon DCE for sure. I reckon DCE might even play for kangaroo for the Kangaroos. You reckon over Cleary? Yeah. Yeah, right. I Loves could, him. I could, I think DCE being there for the past couple of years will give him a slight nudge in front of other players, but, um, I think Cleary's just been too good recently to not get a Kangaroos jersey. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, going back to Dragons, they're not there. They they have 
potential. They have really good young guns. Uh, Francis Molo, Ben Hunt have been two of their best players. Uh, Molo has been their best forward in my opinion. Um, Aaron Woods, did you see the video where they're defending their line and they just, just... he just runs <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. no eyes for the ball. He's just running. And I'm like, <laughs> just a big dumb forward. <laughs> it's like you're playing rugby league live fall. Yeah. Like you just, it's like he glitched. Yeah. Um, moving on roosters versus the eels. A great game in my opinion. Um, I like what Brad Arthur said to the press, uh, after the Pan Panthers win, we are not an elite side. And I think this game proves it. Did he say that? Yeah. He said, we are not an elite side as of yet. Why did he say that? I think it's because they lost to the Cowboys, one against Knights, one against Penrith, and then lost to Roosters. Does that mean Cowboys are better than Panthers? And then they can beat Storm because Storm, Panthers beat Storm. Apparently. Um, no, I, from what I gathered from what Brad Arthur was saying is that we have the potential to be an elite side. It's just we are not there at that current time. And oh, okay. I would agree. Would you not? Yeah, I'd agree. I just thought, like, usually coaches love to blow a bit of wind up their players' ass, and so I thought he'd say <laughs> that it would be solid. Um, defense is where they are lacking. They are like mainly from last year. They have great attacking prowess with Moses, yeah. Mo Brown, and Papalihi, but defensively, they are very poor in that regard. Yeah. Um, well, I... Um, What's uh, that that big bloke, their front row? What's his name? Oh, Polo, Junior Polo. Yeah, I reckon he's had a bloody great season. Like, he's been, like, doing the hard things right, the tough things right. Yeah, I would agree. I think both uh, props, RCG and Polo, have been exceptional. Um, I even said both of them should play Origin this year. Uh, they're both Blues, though, so maybe not. Yeah, that sucks again. See, you know what I mean? Blues just have all the players. Yeah. Um, even Pat, I hate that bastard. <laughs> um, did you, did you see he under 18s for the, the, uh, Queensland team? Yeah. What the hell? How's that? Yeah, I reckon, I reckon that, oh. And then, you know, Christian Welsh from Storm. Yeah. Yeah. He was born in Sydney. Oh, really? Oh, well, I'm not complaining there. He's yeah, I'm not complaining there either. Gee, I wasn't even born in Queensland, so. Yeah, I know. Where was he born? Um, I can't remember. It was a country town. Yeah. They made a oh. song. Someone, some salty blue supporter made a song a couple of years ago. Say, and it was like, that's not in Queensland. And it was like, it had all these players who were born in New South Wales that played for Queensland. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Years ago, I'd do that. If I was born in New South Wales, I'd play for Queensland. Just how good they were yeah um the eels in that regard like i said they have moses there and moses is an exceptional footballer he's one of um i just want him to run the ball more often yeah uh we saw last that game against him he was able just to 
run through that defensive line. Um, Isaiah Papalihi with assistance from Moses. Um, he scored a double. Papalihi did. Oh, nice. I can't believe Papalihi got paid unders to go to Tigers. He, I think he only got 400k from Tigers to go over there. Really? Yeah. And he's the Dallium second rower of the year. Jesus Christ. And Teddy. He must have a terrible agent. You'd think he'd get at least. <laughs> um, and funny enough, he is leading the um, run meters and tackle breaks for second rows this year. Yeah. Well, when you have a look at him, he's an absolute freak. Yeah. He um, he played on the left side this year, uh, last year, um, but now he's playing right side. Our right side of Eels defensively is the worst, um, whereas... The left side of the Eels is far better. Yeah, true. By a mile. Dylan Brown, um, we speak about him fairly often. He has improved amazingly uh, in attack. He is the best. I, I'm under the impression he's the best halves defender. But oh, you reckon Cameron Mike better than him? You reckon Money's better than him? I don't know. I don't yeah, Money's defender. He just puts shots on everywhere. I think he slides off tackles a fair bit too often, in my opinion. Um, I, I, but in saying that, I think Munster will win WM five eighth of the year. Yeah, he better. Dylan Brown is eligible to play for the Kiwis this year. Oh, so he won't be playing for New South Wales. That's good. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't. They should have um, Cleary Lewis. I reckon they're stupid. I reckon they got better, better hard uh, five eights than. Oh, uh, Luai. Who would you put as 5'8"? Walker? What's that, sorry? Who would you put as your 5'8 for New South Wales? Uh, yeah, probably Walker. Yeah. Well, even Wayne Bennett said he's the best He's the best player he's ever coached, and that's like a pretty big compliment seeing some of the players he's coached. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Speaking of 5'8", Sam Walker. Um, yep. He's slowly improving. I... Mm. We were all under the impression that the Roosters would be the Premiers. I even said it. Um, not that my opinion matters a lot, but I, I thought that the Roosters on paper were the best team. They had Kiwi back. They had all these players back from injury. They had Lindsay Collins. And I just thought they would just come in and destroy. But it's been an odd year for them. The Roosters? Yeah. Yeah, true. Lindsay Collins, though, Jesus, I've never seen a player get more injured in my life. You never see. Hey. Um, speaking of forwards, um, JWH, Maria Hargreaves. What a try. That was so funny, the try he scored. He absolutely bamboozled everyone on that defensive line. Did you see the try? <laughs> it, it, it was definitely not your typical front row try. No, it was more like, um, he, I think he was like a first receiver. And then, yep. yeah, um, I, Hargreaves is one of my, is my favorite forward. He's my favorite prop. Um, I think he brings so much in, uh, prowess into that side. Um, when he is not starting, there's something missing from that side. I think he'll be severely missed in, when he retires. 
um, him and Radley together, I've, I, I think they've been suspended more that they've played together. Yeah. Um, but they bring that, that mongrel to just absolutely rack people. It's so good to see. Yeah. Yeah. Radley definitely provides some good entertainment with his shots. That was pretty big. With the Roosters, I think they're finally finding that form with, um, Kiri at halfback. He's really taking this team and just made it his deal. Um, yeah, I think we saw a bit of conflict between Walker and Kiri. Obviously Walker was given the keys to this side last year. Uh, a team that was absolutely decimated by injuries, but now, um, having Walker as just like that handy five, eight that can run. It's really been, um, weird because he's usually just throwing cut out passes and just trying to break the line where yeah. he's now having to play a structured, a structured game. And that's where Kiwi comes in. And I think that's where Kiwi was a bit shy as he didn't want to, um, like direct and just yell. But now he's really doing that. Uh, the game against Titans a couple of weeks ago, uh, he was involved with nearly every try. And this game, he showed that he's slowly getting there. Uh, Tedesco. Tedesco has been in red hot. He's back to that form of just being Teddy. Yeah, putting in a big effort. Um, there was people saying he shouldn't play uh, Origin. Moving forward, I think um, if Teddy can keep this up, uh, him and Manu have been playing off each other, and I find it really interesting. I, I, I love it. I love Manu. Um, the fact he didn't get Dallium center of the year last year was mind blowing. I think we're finally seeing a Sydney Rooster side that can play finals footy and that will be up to the test to verse Penrith Panthers this week. Oh, they know some Panthers. Yeah, they are. Saturday at 7.35 PM. Oh, well, I hope they win. I hope so too. They... I've been, as people know, I do not like Penrith ever since the Viking clap. They mocked it. Um, so up the chalks. I can't believe I'm saying that because I'm still, I'm still salty over the 19 grand final. The final game of magic round was Tigers versus Cowboys in, in a slaughter, um, but a Cowboys, they absolutely decimated that side. Yeah, Tiger side. Um, a bit of a slow start. I think that as a Cowboys fan, would you say that the fact that they're starting slow is a bit, um, worrying, especially when they're coming up against Storm this week and then Penrith the following week? Yeah. Well, I reckon, like, yeah, I reckon it, it is a little bit, but it's good that they're, they're are finishing strong, which is like in, in previous years, they had the, the op- it was the opposite. Like they'd start strong and then just go to shit towards the end. <laughs> you know what? I, I would agree. Um, my thing with the cows is I need, uh, if you're versing Storm and Penrith, who are arguably the fastest playing sides in the league, you need to come out strong and you cannot start your, uh, game just defending for the first 10 minutes. Cause I, 
my feeling is, is that when they go up against Penrith next week, they will have to defend their asses off. They are the second best defensive team in the comp, the Cowboys, which is insane to me. Um, but I, I don't know. I have this feeling is that they're not a top side yet. Until they beat one of these two teams, that's when I'll consider them a top side. But um, in saying that, they have been on a roll. Um, as a Cowboys fan, what do you think of the game? What did you think of the game? I think it was great. I just thought it uh, it showed a lot about the team because, like West Tigers, they what they're obviously a pretty bad team, but they had like a couple of good weeks of prosperity, like what like what two weeks ago or something, when they were playing pretty good. But and everyone thought, oh yeah, the team's changed. Luke Brooks was with Hastings coming in. Luke Brooks had more time to run around and do what he does. But then I thought the Cowboys just showed their dominance and just shut them down. They gave them nothing and it worked pretty well. You know your team is dominant when Jason Tamalolo only plays 31 minutes. Yeah, I thought that was stupid though. You reckon? I, I... Yeah, I reckon if they put him on more, it would have done better for my super coach and it would have held up. He got 27 points, did he not? Yeah, what a loser. Yeah. And uh, I did not trade him in. Did, wait, did you not have him in your team? I did not. Oh, oh you're an idiot. opted out of not um, trading out Payne Haas. Oh, yeah, true. I did that too, I think, yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I just I just thought, like, if they put him on in the last, like, 20 minutes or whatever, because he was pretty fresh, he didn't play at all, I reckon he would have done pretty well. Like, he would have cut him to pieces. Uh, yeah, I, I reckon um, they were just winning that forward battle. And the one forward we have to talk about is Ruben Cotter. Yeah, he was exceptional this entire game. Uh, these past couple of weeks, ever since the Eels game in Darwin a couple of weeks ago, he's been he's been amazing. Um, in your opinion, does he play Origin this year? Mm, I reckon. I reckon it depends. I reckon if he if he does play Origin, he'll be in like game two or three because I reckon. Like, his only chance of getting in if there's a few injuries, which I reckon there probably will be, like in the Origin pack. So I reckon I reckon his best chance will be, like, either game two or three. I hope he plays game one. That would be good for him. Yeah. Um, Slater has come out and said that he is eyeing him off. I also think uh, Holmes will be there. Uh, we don't know where uh, he can either play center or fullback. I reckon he'll play center. He's not. He's not good enough to play fullback. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's also just been really good in the center role. Uh, I yeah. think Hammer. Well, Hammer can't go there. He's not. He's he's just fast. Uh, I I was thinking Hammer on the wing. Oh, uh, yeah, but I reckon like Dane Gagai and Coates would be better on the wings. You reckon? Yeah, but just think about how. Good hammer was in that game three last year. Yeah, but he was he was I reckon he was good because the other team didn't have Cleary. You know what I mean? And usually with the wingers, Cleary just puts bombs up constantly, and that's I reckon that's where one of the spots that the hammer lacks is he's not very good under the high ball, like he's not experienced. Yeah. Um especially in Origin, a lot of people you, you can't be slack in Origin. Um, so yeah. a lot of people should try and contest that ball. Um, speaking of slack, 
the first try that the Cowboys let in was very slack, in my opinion. Um, the run man team, Jackson Hastings, put up a kick. Um, Holmes didn't contest it, and Tol and Murray, Murray didn't t uh, contest it, and the Tigers sense it was just able to pick it up and, uh, and score a try. Yeah. Um, that is one thing they need to fix as like, it's not a common occurrence at the moment, but you cannot do that if you're up against Storm and Penrith in the next two weeks. Um, I like the attack at the moment though. The attack is really strong. I'm loving it. Um, there was a moment in the game where Hiku swung from his center. Stalled all the way. Over to, yeah, I, I don't think you'd see that from other players in the past couple of years. Like, I don't think the, Cowboy, the Cowboys would do that in the past couple of years. Yeah. Well, I reckon, yeah, I reckon it says a lot. I reckon Hickey's a pretty solid player too. Like, he's pretty consistent and he's like, he's like well, he might not be the fastest bloke or whatever, but he definitely, like, he, he puts in a good effort. He never gives up and he's just like a pretty solid player. And I reckon you see when he does like things like that, it shows he's pretty, like, he's pretty, he's pretty keen to be there. Like, yeah. Like, it takes a lot of effort to do that. I think that's what the Cowboys have been lacking in the past couple of years. Ever since uh, Thurston left, they lost that mentality of, we are winning the side and we have to win. Yeah. Well, I reckon I reckon the, they had that mentality because of Michael Morgan. I reckon he was pretty, he was, like, he was pretty poor in his efforts. It's almost like he just signed the contract and then did nothing else, you know what I mean? Like, signed the big contract and bludged for the rest of the time. Yeah. Um... Not to say that Morgan was not a great player. Morgan was yeah. a really good player. Uh, he won Dallium halfback of the year in 2017, and he carried the Cowboys to the 17 grand final. They got thumped, but they got there. Yeah, well, I agree with that. The teams didn't get there, but they oh, Yeah, well, if they were the first team in NRL history to be, to be in the, like, come eighth and then make it to the grand final. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also just think having, not having Thurston there in the side really let like the mentality go, go because yeah. what I loved about Thurston while he was, um, a great footballer. He's a goat. He, he is the goat. Um, he would tell you to your face in front of everyone or even on the field, you are playing like shit. Step up the game. Thurston had that, um, aura around him that people wanted to succeed with him. Um, not just, um, another great cowboy in my opinion. And I like the way that he is playing at the moment. Um, Scott Drinkwater. Yeah. Drinky. Um, Peyton is going to have it, find it real difficult to keep him. I believe he is, um, turning into one of the cowboy greats. In my opinion, mm. though, you have Hammer there and they are both off contract at the same time. So Drinky and Hammer are both off contract in 24. Yeah. No, get rid of Hammer. Screw him. You make a get rid of Hammer. Yeah. God, what does he do other than run fast? I just think, I think he brings to the side, like he brings that electricity and that people need to watch him. People. Yeah, but I can drink water does that too. Like when you, 
when you look at Drinkwater, he's always doing good. He's like Cameron Munster. He's always like trying to set something up. He's real, you know what I mean? Like he's dashing around. That's but funny. then you look at like the only time he's effective is when there's a line break or something. Like he's only, he, all he's got is his speed. Is that just another reason to put him back in the census? Yeah. Well, yeah, probably. Um, I, I, I said it a couple of people, like this has been like the biggest talking point in the Cowboys the past couple of weeks. Red as Hammer and Drinky fit into the side. I think until Origin is passed, you put Hammer as your 14. You keep Hammer there as your 14, you keep Drinky as your one, and then you go from there. You assess the situation at the end of Origin, you have the back end of the season then, and you see what did and didn't work during that Origin period. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, but like you said about Drinky, he is always trying to set up something, but he had the most outrageous setup try in existence with Toilungi. Oh yeah. Just flick passing it back in. He, like he wasn't even in the field of play. He didn't hit the ground, but he just put it back in for Drinky. That was. That was insane. That, that is the try of the season. No, a try assist of the season. Okay, true. That is that was a try assist. Because because all, when you think about it, all all Drinkwater did was just put the ball down. Like he didn't do much. <laughs> well, no, no, I think it, he did because he Drinky he runs a lot of support running. He's all he's either in your inside or your outside wherever they need numbers, and he'll just support yeah. if you need an offload or that happens. Yeah, I reckon that's another one of his, like his, his shining traits is that he's always, like he's always having a crack, like he's all, like he's everywhere, he chases after everything. But then I feel like someone like the Hammer, he's, he doesn't really have that. Like he doesn't really have that chase in him. And I reckon Drinky probably got that from the storm. But, um, yeah, I reckon that's the difference between the two. Like Drinky might not have all the like athletic ability that Hammer does, but he certainly makes up forward method, I reckon. So what separates Hammer and Drinky is that Hammer is a ball runner, but Drinky is a ball player. Um, yeah. Drinky obviously has that as he has been the Cowboys 5-8 before, and he was the best Cowboys player last year, in my opinion. Um, my, my thing is, is that you try and keep Drinky as long as possible. You have until 24. You move when Chad decides to retire. You move, uh, deal it into seven because he's had that experience under Townsend and he'll know what to do for the side. And then you move Dukey into five, eight and then Hammer at fullback. Yeah. Um, I think that's the most, the, the thing is Cowboys is another young side and you need some experience. So you can't get rid of like felt or, um, Townsend because that are veterans. And also I love Felt and he's my favorite player in the Cowboys side. Oh, you, you, you are a big Felt fan, aren't you? I am. Mm. Moving on to the West Tigers now. They lose Brooks at halftime to, due to a hamstring injury. Uh, and then really it's just Hastings just trying his best. He's trying that poor bloke. Um, <laughs> the Tigers in the middle. They were gaining some easy meters in some regards. However, coming into the second half, they just lost that. The Cowboys were just all over them. 
Um, of course they lost books. You got to remember the Tigers are like 13 men down from the third top 30. That's how many yeah. injuries they have. Um, they are littered with, sorry, outside back injuries to the fact that they even asked Brett Naden to come sign up for them and got loaned to them for 18 months. Oh, is it alone? I thought he left. Um, I thought it was alone. I don't know. I'll have to read more into it. But all it's, from what I gathered, it was 18 months. Not okay. So maybe that is a signing. Um, I don't know why you would immediately sign him from Panthers for like three years and then give him away to Tigers for half of it. Yeah, true. The Tigers are once again facing the being the wooden spooners. Uh, it's just the doggies that separate them. Um, I think having Api Kowasau go there next year will be a big ups for them. Um, obviously not disregarding Jacob Little or any of our other hookers. I just think Appy is one of the best. It's goes Grant, Appy and Reed Marnie, in my opinion, for what Cook. Cook. Cook's up there. Um, there's just, that's the mean, there's so many good hookers. Yeah. Well, I reckon Rick, Reed Marnie and Harry Grant are going to make a good duo for the Queensland team. Yeah. Um, Appy is also a, um, blues player. What do you think about the Tigers this season? Obviously it wasn't, it was 0 and 5 and then they went two, they won two games in a row and then now they're 0 and 3 coming off those two wins. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon it's just going to be the same thing. Like, I reckon they'll be pretty, pretty ordinary all season and they'll do like one game of, they'll like show some, show some hope in like one game, but then I don't reckon they'll last too long and I reckon the commentators will pump them up and they'll just disappoint. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Uh, like I don't see getting anywhere near the top eight. They might just come like. Around that bottom four. Yeah, that's what I reckon I'd put them. I think uh, Origin would be a blessing in disguise for them. Yeah. Well, that's probably the only time they'll get some games up. Yeah. Because um, none of their players are going to make Origin. Um, Who can make Origin out of that side, realistically? No one. Yeah. You know what might help, though? Band 15, Adam Dewey comes back. Oh, Dewey, he was their best player last year. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see where you put Dewey now. You obviously, like, um, you have some injuries in the back line. So maybe do you put him back in centers? Mm. Or do you want him to get the ball as much as possible? And you put him with... I reckon put him up. Put him at half. Yeah. So then you have Jacko and Dewey? No. Drop Hastings. Put Brooks in there. What, why, why drop Hastings? Hastings has been their best player. Yeah, but I reckon Hastings, he's, the other reason he's been, like, he hasn't really done much. When you look at his plays, like, he's not, like, he's, he's not anything fantastic. It's just, they haven't had a good halfback. And then when they have a decent one, it makes him look like a freak. Mm. I reckon Dewey Brooks, I reckon that'll be a great combo. But there was, 
the entire combination last year, but yeah, I reckon they they played pretty well. I don't know. I, I think we'll have to see, but at this point in time, I think Dewey plays in the centres because of injuries. Yeah. Um, but like like you said, he's been they were, He was their best player last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have Dane Lowy, who hasn't been there, so I think having Lowy back soon will be good. Um, yeah, Frank, he'll be good. Yeah, he's really good. He's a lot of potential. Um, but, yeah, uh, thank you, Joel, for joining me on this one. Uh, it was really good to talk to you about footy. We'll see how um, everything goes this week. Of course, uh, tipping will be up on the Instagram page. Uh, we didn't film or record tipping this week because we were stacked for time but thank you for joining me and we'll back, be back next week guys